0: Welcome to Sanford University's campus worship. We hope you enjoy the presentation all right good morning. this is crazy. I told some of my teammates um, and just best friends from Sanford that I was um, speaking this morning and they were just they laughed they thought it was hilarious because um, we we all were kind of you know one of y'all either you know listening intently some of us some of us were doing homework some of us were taking a nap it just kind of depended on on the day but um, I really hope that um, everyone's just encouraged by what the Lord has to say um, through me today. But um, as April mentioned, I'm Val Peterson, and graduated here from Stanford in 2009 with a degree in journalism and mass communications. And I played soccer here. Um, I also did the yearbook and Crimson Sports Editor. Um, and then I um, ended up marrying a coach um, who works at Briarwood, and he's a um, he coaches junior high football and basketball. So between the between the two of us, we got a lot of sports covered in our family. Um, and then we have uh, two kids under two. So um, one of them's in the back, and the other one's at his little like Mother's Day out school. He's only one, so dropping him off is pretty great. But um, and then I'm originally from Atlanta, um, so I'll kind of share more about that. But since my time at Sanford, I've really learned just to kind of expect the unexpected. Um, I know that I've been uniquely formed and fashioned for um, God's kingdom work. Um, and I realize that he will use me however he sees fit, um, regardless of what my plans and expectations are. And the same is true for you. Um, I want to just share with you what is North Star Soccer Club. And we're part of North Star Youth Ministries. And like April mentioned, we're located in College Hills. So for those of you who don't know where that is, if you just go down 60, or go north on 65, um, just take go east, or towards Tuscaloosa, um, towards... Uh, go towards Tuscaloosa on 20. We're like right in that little nook in 65 and I-20, right by Legion Field Stadium. So um, the purpose of North Star Youth Ministries is to uh, bridge the opportunity gap for inner-city youth by addressing the deficit of investment in their lives. So we're really trying to just offer quality programs to inner-city youth that are similar to what most of us in this room grew up. And then... um, just really invest in them. Come alongside kids. Come alongside families and disciple. Um, our main program that we focus on is soccer, and so we offer soccer to kids ages four to twelve. And kids practice two nights a week, play games on the weekends. Same type of program I grew up playing in. And uh, prior to having my second baby, I served as the club director um, for the last six years. So when I started in 2009, there were about 40 to 50 kids coming on a consistent basis to practice and. Um, just over at near Legion Field and now we have over 200 kids this season alone and we've got two locations So we've got our main location over by Legion Field and then this fall is a new location that just we just planted over by Cornerstone School and Woodlawn So we're, we're reaching the city now. It's pretty cool to see. So why soccer in the inner city? Totally expect the unexpected. Um, inner city sports, basketball, football, soccer is, is not common we're the only soccer program of our kind um, reaching inner city youth. But God had this program established long before I came to Sanford and I even knew what North Star was. So I'm going to just rewind now and kind of tell you a little bit of my Sanford story, how I got to Sanford and, and how God prepared me. So like I mentioned, I'm from Atlanta. Biggest passion, um, soccer. If I were doing the exercise with my phone that you all just did, I would be writing soccer down, maybe running, training, whatever. I mean, that was my thing growing up. I played club club soccer high school soccer, traveling all over the country, and um, really controlled my life and my schedule in high school. But I had one goal, and that was to play Division One soccer. I just, I wanted to get a scholarship, I wanted to play Division One soccer. And so, uh, spring of my junior year in high school, my club team, little, you know, puny high schoolers, came over and played Sanford. And um, I just happened to have, like, the game of my high school career. And um, I ended up scoring a goal that game. I think I had an assist. I just. I played awesome, and I I didn't even know what Stanford was. I I knew about Stanford out in California, but I was like, what is this random school in Birmingham? Um, But I toured the campus and um, just kind of, as most of you probably did, fell in love with the environment here. Um, Really, really liked the coaching staff. Ended up taking an unofficial visit where I stayed a weekend with some of the players, and I just found um, that a lot of them really just... Desired to know God more and really walking with the Lord in a really cool and attractive way to me. And so really before the end of my junior year, I was offered um, a scholarship and so I verbally committed. So going into my senior year, I was set. So I didn't have to stress with all that college application stuff. Um, so that was really awesome. But um, that mustard seed of faith that God had in me um, took me to Sanford and, and I, knew him per- I knew God personally but I really wanted something more and I had a feeling that he was leading me to Sanford to really grow that. So coming into college, I was so nervous um, just about what that was going to look like. Would I have any friends? What would my friends be like? I had no idea. Was I going to die during preseason camp? It was possible. Um, what was collegiate soccer going to look like? I was, I was scared to death. Um, but I also knew Psalm 139 verse 16 that all the days ordained for me were written in the Lord's book before even one of them came to be. He knew my days and he had a plan for me. So I had no choice but to just dive in, um, either in faith or in fear, and that mustard seed um, had me dive in in faith. So came to Sanford. We, all the soccer players come a couple weeks before most of y'all do, and um, we, we do preseason camp, and it is, it is hard, really, really, really hard couple weeks. The first morning, we did this, we did this test around the track, and it used to, we used to have a track around the football field out there. And so when it got torn up, like our junior year, we, we had like a party. We were so excited. But um, going in my freshman year, the track still existed. And so we started with a, with this test where we had to run a couple laps on the track at a time. And as a little freshman coming in, there were girls like peeing their pants, like girls throwing up on the side. Like I pushed myself harder than I ever had. Um, one girl who's a freshman quit before 9 a.m. And she left. So it was just like really intense. But... Um, the Lord provided some really amazing friends in my freshman class, and um, we we used to, before Pete Hanna was built, we used to do ice baths the old-fashioned way. So there was, like, literally this just tub of ice water, and you sat in it. And so we bonded over ice baths. Now they've got this, like, fancy whirlpool thing um, that they do. But when you're sitting in a, like, tub full of ice water, you get to know your friends really, really fast. So um, the other girls in my class, we, we got to know each other real well, started sharing our stories, like, in a bucket of ice, and Um, really just found that all of us had that little seed of faith that we all really wanted to grow together. Um, And we were all kind of in the same place on a spiritual level. So Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 talks about continually meeting with one another and spurring one another on. And and that's absolutely what we did from day one. And then at the same time, we had some upperclassmen on the team who saw just these little seeds in us and, and wanted to just help water that and grow that. And so they poured into us, which was really amazing. So when soccer season really got going... Uh, it was really tough competition. The program was really taken off um, the years I, I came here. And um, it was a lot faster than my high school soccer that I was used to. So I, I really didn't get much playing time at all. But it was, it was fun. It was exciting. And my freshman year, we ended up um, winning the conference and went to the NCAA tournament. And um, really exciting. We beat Vanderbilt in penalty kicks, which was awesome. And then we went to the round of 32, which is something that Stanford. Um, hasn't done since that, since that year, but um, really, really amazing experience, and it was just a team of girls who worked so hard that we were able to get there together. Um, but at the end of the season, um, I had a meeting with my coach, and I gave him the heads up, I was going to tell, tell the story. Um, we all kind of had player assessments at the end of every season, and um, my coach told me that basically I wasn't going to be a 60- to 90-minute player, that I wasn't going to be a starter, and so um, my plans of kind of coming in, leading the team on the field, getting all the playing time, building the stats, Scoring the goals, basically was like this isn't this this isn't going to be a reality here at Stanford for you. So I was completely devastated. Um, Not in my plan. I felt just crushed. But um, I walked away resolving just to to prove him wrong. And um, I trained so hard over the summer. um, But then coming into my sophomore year, not much really changed. It was so so humbling for me. This was my dream. This was my gift. I love soccer. I was good at soccer. But compared to the classes coming in behind me, they kept getting better and better. So it just wasn't happening. But um, me and another girl on the team really clung to 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6-7, through 7. humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time He may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. It just, I learned really um, just kind of through trial and through the experience um, how much hum- being humbled really grows you but really causes you to cling to the Lord. Um, I knew that God cared. I knew there was a reason um, that I, this was my my place on the team. Um, but I really was fighting hard against this path that the Lord was taking me on. So um, really, though, it was through this humbling process of my plans being thwarted and changed where God really transformed my heart and my mind to really just serve him and um, give my life to him, really. So entering my junior year, it was kind of where the, something changed in me. Um, I had a totally different mindset coming in. And I realized that my role on the team was for a more deep and eternal impact than what I had hoped for in playing time and stats. Um, discipleship really became my heart. And I had been poured into by the upperclassmen and I realized as a junior now it was my time to pour into the girls coming in. So bus rides yielded Bible study and CA and CP and BP tutoring sessions. And we started some small groups, we had one-on-one coffee dates dates and really this uh, team and this campus really became my ministry. Um, Romans 12, 1 through 2 really became alive to me about presenting myself as a living sacrifice to the Lord. That that was my spiritual act of worship and Um, Not conforming to what I wanted in the stats and in the um, personal glory, but um, being transformed by the Lord and letting him transform me. And it was through that that I was able to discern his will, that he wanted me to be a discipler and have eternal impact on this team. So really what I also didn't realize was that God was using the Sanford soccer experience to break soccer from being about me and my glory and making it about him and a tool for his glory. Um, His thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways. So really just going into, from my junior year going into my senior year at Stanford, I had been nurtured in my time, and it was time to really step out of that bubble. So I started going to some overseas missions trips, started visiting the juvenile girls detention center downtown, and just talking with some girls, sharing scripture and the gospel with them when the opportunity presented itself, but really just loving them, and just going and visiting and showing them that someone cared. Um, and then also the soccer team started volunteering at North Star one night a week and just going to practices and um, leading kids. And I just loved that. I mean, it was soccer, it was kids, and it was in an environment that um, really was just broken and I, I wanted to be there. So um, I really felt uncomfortable in those situations, but at the same time, most alive. And um, I kind of learned the paradox of pouring out, that I'd go and I'd pour myself out, but I'd return back on campus and I felt more full than, than before. So again, after these experiences going into my senior year, I naturally began to make plans um, because that worked so well for me the first time coming to Sanford. So why not do it again? Um, so I told God three things. I told him I definitely wanted to do missions and go overseas. But if I didn't go overseas, I was not staying in Birmingham. I didn't want to be that person who just stuck around. and Did she graduate? Did she not? No one really knows. Um, but then I also was like, I'm done with soccer. It was fun. It was a good ride. But, like, I'm burnt out. Can't do it anymore. And then I had some roommates who were engaged and I was like totally over the whole wedding scene. So I was like, I'm going to be single for a couple years. So God, if you can just hold that off, that'd be great. Um, But um, expecting the unexpected here, by the end of my senior year, I accepted a position as the North Star Soccer Club Director in Birmingham, Alabama. There go two of my things. And then this guy that I'd kind of been dating back from Atlanta, even once I moved to Birmingham, I was like, peace, I'm going to Birmingham. He just like kept calling and following me here and we got engaged a year and a half later. So... Um, there goes number 3. So my whole plan was just out the window. But going into North Star was quite the journey, quite the ride. Um, again, diving in, in faith, not in fear. Um, something that I had to apply once again. Um, I was fresh out of college. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was there to run a soccer program for inner city youth. So. Thought, hey, that would be fun, um, something I love. Um, develop promotional material, um, some newsletters, do some fundraising. I had journalism background, so there was that. But then um, really just getting to share the gospel and disciple young kids. It's like there's my heart. Like, we are it's all in one place. Let's do this. So I knew, again, here it is, that God had unique, uniquely called me and set me apart for this particular role at this particular time. So really quickly, I learned the challenges of inner city ministry. Um, I, the executive director, is just the two of us working at that time, and he was so gracious to be patient with me, teach me how to help without hurting, um, concepts of like toxic charity and just trying not to come in and think I had to do everything for everybody, but just stepping back and learning and, and just working for the ministry in the same way I would work for a ministry or program over the mountain. Um, but then also the parents, most of the parents were, were very, um, just gracious and, and accepted me with grace as well. Some definitely did not, and um, let me know that they did not want me there, but um, God worked through that as well, but um, most importantly, the kids and I were really learning each other. Um, they were asking about like the dots on my face and calling them free goals, and then yeah, you know, they, they couldn't get their hands out of my hair, and then I was learning how to discipline them and put on my Coach serious face while still making it fun in a good environment where they could learn and have fun at the same time. And then uh, there were just a lot of things at North Star. We had these two really old vans that we were driving kids in and driving equipment in. And it was just, you never know if the van's going to start any given day. Um, it was challenging. But um, 30, Deuteronomy 31, 8, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you, forsake you. He went before me, he was with me, and he did not leave me or forsake me. And he's still doing that today. Um, most importantly, though, kind of going in into North Star, I learned quickly also to Look beyond skin color, to look beyond economic background, where people are coming from, um, to really see each person, each child, and each parent at North Star as an image bearer. I also learned to really just become all things to all people that I could save some, that I could um, share the gospel some, that I could just dig down on the deep heart level with some of the children and families. So as I was really um, just laboring in the trenches, um, so to speak, God also was moving, was still moving here in the hearts um, of students and, and staff here at, at Sanford. Um, within my first year, I'm coaching, I'm running this program, kind of running like a, a crazy person, but also trying to engage hearts and disciple, and just is like a juggling act. But I'm um, a staff member over in Beeson Divinity School, contacted North Star, and they wanted to do like a discipleship program with some kids, and so we met here at Sanford. We went on a couple field trips, and over the course of a year, a year or two, we. Um, started this really creatively named group called Tuesday Group, meeting on Tuesdays, and we hung out with kids and we took them on field trips all over the city, but kind of incorporated a curriculum of teaching them the attributes of God and then the the I am statements of Christ and how Jesus revealed God to us. Um, And then the following year, uh, Brian and Renee Pitts and some students wanted to do like a middle school discipleship group and they had a desire to um, disciple and teach the word and, and I had kids who could be discipled and needed that investment. And so we brought that together again. And so the kids who kind of graduated from Tuesday group moved into Friday group. And it was more of kind of like a youth group setting where we got together and um, did a snack and games and then just Bible study. So my desire to see discipleship wasn't up to just me. And it wasn't up to my plans. God had plans and he moved to the hearts of people here at Stanford to make that happen at North Star. Uh, the same thing uh, was happening and God was on the move in terms of just funding. Um, God was providing financially for the ministry before I even had to worry about it. There was this, org- there was this organization, a this small foundation, and um, they had a desire to maybe start an inner city program or invest in inner city soccer. And they didn't know about North Star. And I was given this woman's number named Becky, and I had her name on two different sticky notes with the same phone number but I didn't realize it was the same person. It's like literally in front of my face. And so I finally, after my first season at North Star, had time to call her. And turns out it's the same person. And they basically has this, they have this huge pot of money that they wanted to pour into um, a ministry like North Star. So after the first year, they funded about half, the pro, half of my salary. The next year, they funded my whole salary. And then the third year, um, they funded um, my salary, a starter, starter salary for a new staff member. And then... A brand new van with like van wrap everything so if y'all see like the North Star van driving around town that's from that's from them but um, as they, they told us that as they gave more and more to the ministry kind of in amount, God filled up their account more and more um, with the money that they had coming in through a different through a different source so um, expect the unexpected that, that God can can continue to pour in even when they're pouring out investment in these kids and in this ministry for me has been more than worth it. Um, on a physical level, the work was hard. It is hard for our staff members who are there. Um, the schedule is very demanding, practices every night, games on the weekends. Um, but on the heart level, it it fills you up. It's so worth it. Um, my first team of girls um, at the ministry, I coached them for three years. We do, like, yoga during practice. And I try to be, like, namaste. And they'd be, like, namaste. And, like to repeat after me and then, you know, we'd do like dance parties to try to get them to like, you know, days that they'd come out and like, we're not playing today. I'd turn on some music on my phone and we'd like dance with the soccer ball. And they were like doing awesome moves because they were dancing with a ball. So it was really fun. We learned learned a lot from each other. Um, but then, too, their parents would email me or call me and say, hey, Coach Fowl, so-and-so needs to talk to you. Um, she's struggling in school with her grades or, or whatever. And so I'd have some talks with them and, um, the teachers at the school, I was eating lunch with them one day a week, and the teachers would come up and they'd be like, you know, tell the students, like, do you need to talk to Coach Val, do I need to tell them? And you know, the kids would be like, no, no, no. Um, you know, which which was cool to see, you know, we had the school, we had the parents, and we had North Star all kind of on, on the same page with this group um, and with the kids now even. And then this summer, uh, my phone, my my work phone is ringing, and it was a parent, and she didn't mean to call me, and I just happened to answer, and... Um, you know, we, we were surprised to have each other on the phone, but then we just caught up for a few minutes, and she was just saying that um, the other day at church, her daughter had learned something, and she came home and, and was saying, um, you know, that, that Coach Val taught me that, that that's what she learned at North Star through Coach Val, and it's something from scripture, and um, it's been three or four years since I've seen this girl, and um, you know, she's about to be like a soft freshman or sophomore in high school, hasn't been at North Star in a couple years, but um, the Lord's word that goes out does not return empty, and it accomplishes the purpose that which He sent out it, sent it out for. Um, my second group of girls, for the last three years, they also we had great opportunities for discipleship and just got to kind of do life alongside them. But um, four now are playing on a competitive team over at Homewood um, Soccer Park down the street. So um, it's just really cool to see too that now we're we're really starting to just um, graduate kids onto like a higher level of soccer from North Star. So. My current season of life, I've got like I said, I've got two kids. They're they're born within eighteen months of each other. Um, right now I'm currently just I'm home with them um, for six months. But I'm realizing that a lot of the training and discipleship that I learned at North Star I'm now being prepared to do for my own kids, that it's time to, to train and disciple them. Um, but the Lord has called up and, and raised some awesome leaders to to lead North Star. We have I guess we've got Five full time staff members, and then one woman who's helping to fill in for me while I'm out in the soccer program. And um, we've got a, the expansion over at Cornerstone that's happening, which is so exciting. Um, and a new staff member who started in August to run that program. Um, but in 1 Corinthians 3, I love this, this verse. Um, what, is, what is Apollos and what is Paul? Are servants through whom you have believed, as the Lord has assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So we are God's fellow workers. The Lord is—he's—he's working at North Star. He's working in in downtown Birmingham, but He's also working in all of your lives. Um, God has used soccer to call me to Sanford and to bring me here. But then He used Sanford to break me and soccer of me and call me to North Star. And now He's used North Star to reveal His power and all the things that He can do and to teach me to expect the unexpected um, in my life and in everything He's doing, whether I'm in downtown Birmingham. Or I'm at home with my kids. So think about why has God called you to Stanford? Why are you here? There's, there's a reason why you're at the school and not another school, not at Stanford. You're here at Stanford. Um, what is God doing in your life while you're here? I mean, the, the exercise April had y'all do is, was so good. It was such a crucial exercise. Really think about what are your passions? What are your gifts? What are your gifts? What are you good at? There's a reason for that. You've been uniquely wired and formed for kingdom work. Um, but if you really think to, to follow, if you really think and stop and pray to seek the Lord and, and to follow him and to learn to use his gifts for his kingdom work, he's going to do some unexpected things in your life that may not be according to your plan at first, but you're going to realize it's way better than you ever planned. For more information about Sanford University, check out Sanford.edu.